Did We Eat One Another? by Ambrose Beers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. There is no doubt of it. The unwelcome truth has been long suppressed by interested parties who find their account in playing syncophant to that self-satisfied tyrant modern man, but to the impartial philosopher it is as plain as the nose upon the elephant's face that our ancestors ate one another. The custom of the Fiji Islanders, which is their only stock in trade, their only claim to notoriety, is a relic of barbarism, but it is a relic of our barbarism. Man is naturally a carnivorous animal. That none but green grocers will dispute. That he was formerly less vegetarian in his diet than at present is clear from the fact that market gardening increases in the ratio of civilization. So we may safely assume that at some remote period man subsisted on an exclusively flesh diet. Our uniform vanity has given us the human mind as the acme of intelligence, the human face and figure as the standard of beauty. Of course, we cannot deny to human fat and lean an equal superiority over beef, mutton, and pork. It is plain that our meat-eating ancestors would think in this way, and being unrestrained by the mawkish sentiment attendant on high civilization, would act habitually on the obvious suggestion. A priori, therefore, it is clear that we ate ourselves. Philology is about the only thread that connects us with the prehistoric past. By picking up and piecing together the scattered remnants of language, we form a patchwork of wondrous design and significance. Consider the derivation of the word sarcophagus, and see if it be not suggestive of potted meats. Observe the significance of the phrase, sweet sixteen. What a world of meaning lurks in the expression, she is as sweet as a peach. And how suggestive of luncheon are the words, tender youth. A kiss is but a modified bite, and a fond mother, when she says her babe is almost good enough to eat, merely shows that she is herself only a trifle too good to eat it. These evidences might be multiplied ad infinitum, but if enough has been said to induce one human being to revert to the diet of his forefathers, the object of this essay is accomplished. 1868 End of Did We Eat One Another by Ambrose Beers Read by John N. Daly